Hello, and welcome to Anime Countdown, episode 3. In this episode, CT and I are coming together once again after a much too long absence, and this time we will be counting down anime that we most want to see get rebooted. And when we say rebooted, we don't mean just another season. We're talking total reboots, which includes new staff, studio, maybe even voice members. Uh, but we're talking series that got an anime originally, but we want to see them completely redone for whatever reason. Uh, as with previous episodes, neither of our lists are in any particular order. Also, if you're out there listening and you have some picks for series that you want to see rebooted that neither of us mentioned, feel free to leave them in the comments on Patreon when this goes live. So before we get into our main list, let's talk honorable mentions. Uh, like with previous episodes, we're limiting our list to five, but do you have any that you wanted to put on your list, but you just couldn't find space for? Uh, one I put on because this was a, a classic one. I happen to like the author a lot, and... Uh, uh, but it it's one of those weird authors from from back in the day had a kind of a splash for a period of time and then he just disappeared into the jo Dojin world. Uh, Joji Manabe is the one I'm talking about. So his uh, one of his longer series uh, was one called Outlanders, which was a nice, you know, just kind of sci-fi uh uh you know madcap adventure and rom-commy bits and all all manner of stuff it was definitely a fun run had all of the manga uh the anime got like a ova and uh nothing else and it wasn't even a good one so that's that's sort of a theme that will uh that will stick uh i think a lot of uh, where my brain goes is more for missed opportunities or they did a thing at one point and then never revisited. And so, you know, we need it done proper. We need the, the fruits basket, uh, brotherhood treatment. Uh, so, so that I still love that. <laughs> so, so that'll come up. And, and that was one that, uh, it's not big enough or strong enough to uh, to be on most people's list, but I, I have a soft spot for the series, and uh, it got shafted back in the day. And uh, one of the prominent things that I may end up uh, leading off with uh, or not led me to thinking about uh, Takahashi series, and I'm like, you know, she was always very prominent and thinking, well, was there... Was there anything that was either done poorly enough or not done enough of? And, you know, by and large, there there was enough. And, and all of her series tend to be classics uh, in anime form. I can't see redoing them. But she had a sort, short boxing series called uh, One Pound Gospel. Not a notable uh, run, but it too only had a couple OVAs. And it's the sort of thing that would be nice to... Uh, to, to get a little bit of completionism for it. But again, another minor thing. So it uh, it only merits a, an 
a stray mention from the sidelines. So for me, there are only a couple of series that I would like to see redone, but there are other series that I'd like to see more, so I had to just list these as honorable mentions. They're both fantasy series. One is an isekai, one is straight up high fantasy, and that would be El Hazard and Record of Lotus War. Hmm. Now that those are interesting, well, well, those come across that it, it, those are ones that to me feel a little bit like they had, you know, good runs. Is this more you just want to feel their vibes again? So you want to see them have a modern day treatment to uh, to to get it to get it back, or were you dissatisfied with uh, some of the earlier ones? Or no, these are purely sentimental choices uh mostly just because el hazard for example i listed this one it had a really good run it told a very complete story i just think that it's a good time to bring it back and reintroduce uh modern audiences to it because it was a really fun isekai back in the day and i don't think enough people remember it so i think that it'd be really fun for it to get a modern treatment with modern animation record of lotus war is another one where i really think that if we redid Deedlet in modern animation, <laughs> it would look absolutely freaking amazing. So yeah, I so those are both series that I just think I would like to see modernized. Uh, not that their previous incarnations were bad by any okay. stretch of the imagination, but I would just like to see modern incarnations of them. Right. Okay. And hey, if we just got a, a new season of Tenchi Muyo, they can certainly bring back El Hazard. Nothing's stopping them. Exactly. So, alright, let's get into our main list. Like I said earlier, we're limiting our choices to five, but what is your number five series that you want to see rebooted? Okay, I, th I think I'll start with the... Uh... The, the two, a, a lot of this, you know, ends up steering me very classic because it, it's hard for me to think of more modern stuff. And even you were thinking very classic with Lodos and, and El Hazard that's steering pretty old. But uh, uh, so I'm probably going to tromp around there. But uh, similar to my Outlanders uh, comment, these are ones where I like the series a lot more and it just got short shrift uh so i will start with uh gunham or rather battle angel alita which got a hollywood blockbuster treatment but it's still stuck in the world of had a ova way back in the day some people remember it fondly i didn't care for it a whole lot at the time but i guess it was solid enough but uh the story is huge and sprawling it's got it's got a lot going for it uh there have been multiple uh you know extension series out of it a little bit of a of a redo but even if all they did was take the original manga run of uh of this and put it in animation form and give it a you know the solid action treatment because that's one of those where 
you uh you got a lot of high flying action you got a lot of weird body horror bits you got a lot of uh uh you know body parts flying all over the place so certain studios have done that very well lately and uh you could have a lot of fun with it and uh it's one of those things that has bugged me for a while that it's never gotten a proper treatment. One of the series that would have been in this position prior to was Blade of the Immortal, because it only had a single core before, but now, you know, it just got, uh, uh, you know, a big modern treatment. So hooray for that. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, Alita is still stuck in, uh, you know, got got nothing going for her and I, I want to see her done right right on uh i never got around to reading alita i think i remember watching the ova many many years ago but i don't <laughs> remember really anything about it did you watch the uh recent live action movie no i missed it i w i want to watch it but i rarely get to see movies these days wow <laughs> It's going to be even harder these these days, especially with AMC probably going to go bankrupt after all of this. Yeah, totally. <sighs> I saw that. Fun. Fun time. So, all right. So for my number five, I decided I wanted to start things off on a really obvious note. This is something that I've said on social media many, many times over the years. I would like to see a reboot of Oron High School Host Club. Did they did the anime finish the manga or was it one of those where you got a couple seasons of it and uh and then it just never came back to finish? It got a two-core series a couple of decades ago. Uh the ending was one of those we just need to tie up loose ends endings but there was so much more material from the manga that could have been adapted uh the story could have gone on for at least another season if not longer so right. i would love to see a fruits basket style reboot of oron which will adapt more of the story and kind of tie things up with the manga ending so yes that's definitely one that i want to see i've said it before i will keep saying it until it happens. that feels like it has a pretty good chance especially given how well, well, I'm not sure how sales-wise Fruits Basket has been, but it's been very well received. And, uh, of course, we're right back into the excitement again. So, uh, Oran is, you know, another just, you know, very prominent staple shoujo. So, you think they, you think that, uh, we may get a return to it. It would probably be nice. Bones did it before, so it would be nice, you know, get bones to just redo it and uh and go further because i hear they're an okay studio <laughs> I got yeah they've had you know a couple of hits here and there one or two <laughs> <laughs> so all right uh what is your number four series on your list okay continuing the theme of missed opportunity at the time and simply waste of a property to never give it a uh, proper treatment. It's one of my 
um, favorite manga series from way back in the day. I haven't reread it for a while because I actually had loaned uh, some volumes around and they would get uh, all of my original Viz volumes. I don't have all of them. They they either got absconded to by friends or I think done up in a, uh, someone's house fire at one point. So uh, it, it's harder to catch up. But the uh, series, it was a 12 volume uh, series back in the early 90s uh, called Sanctuary. It had one live action film and it had one OVA. I think it was even a short OVA at the time. Uh, I think it would do particularly well now because it it's leaning into a lot of conflict and a lot of uh, uh, political muckraking and other stuff. Uh, I don't know if you know anything about the the story, but it's uh, it. it it feels kind of tropey. It has a childhood friends. They do do a round of, uh, I think I do do a round of John Kempon to decide who's going to take the high road and who's going to take the low road. And both of them aspire to uh, basically reshape the nation. So one of them goes into uh, political life politics and the other goes into the underworld and tries to, uh, become a prominent uh, Yakuza. And uh, the way that it wraps up is is pretty tremendous, all told. And it's a great ride. It's got a whole lot of, you know, sex, violence, and fun stuff for a lot of people. Because, uh, of course, if you're dealing, if you're steeped in uh, the Yakuza and politics, you're going to have a whole lot of, uh, whole lot of shenaniganry going on. Uh, but it's a, it's a great goddamn ride. It never had a, a good treatment. So again, like with Alita, it's one of, you know, it's a, it's a uh, favorite manga that I simply want to see have a proper uh, chance out there. That is a title that I can swear I remember you telling me to seek it out, and I never did, uh, but I could swear that you've told me about it before. Probably have. It's, it, it's uh, again, th- this particular uh, category had a, a bunch of things that I could immediately just pop on the list because they're grr <laughs> for me. So, alright. Uh, for my number four, I'm gonna jump back a little bit into the past again. Uh, this time, if I'm not mistaken, the last time this series got uh, anime treatment, the reaction to it was a little mixed. I personally really enjoyed it, but I know other people didn't. Uh, so sword Art I, Online. exactly how'd you guess (laughs) Uh, but um no uh it's a series that i really think again would look great with modern animation new studio new cast new story uh and that would be bubblegum crisis ah nice that that came close to making my list in some form I felt I didn't have enough to talk about from the perspective of Crash and uh, 2040. 
but uh, mm. Bubblegum Crisis was like, if I consider anything my foundation uh, entry to watching anime, it was the first two episodes of uh, Bubblegum Crisis. So I would, I would definitely welcome any kind of return uh, to whatever form they would want to do it. Yeah, I mean, they, they don't, as much as it would be awesome to see Pris again, uh, they don't even have to include the main character, the original characters at this point. They can, there is a universe there that they can work with. So there, I would love to see a brand new Bubblegum Crisis, new characters, new stories, you know, they'd probably have to keep Cilia since she invented the suit <laughs> but other than that I think that there's more than enough of material there working w- within that universe that they could create something new that modern fans would really get into in conjunction with something like an uh, uh, AD police files they had a short OVA series that was just from the perspective of the AD police as well I remember that. I never watched all of it, but I do remember that. I can see that. I applaud the choice. And like I said, it it came close to uh, to making my list. I sh- in some ways, I shied away from certain things that felt reasonably complete or undamaged as having been given a a good run in favor of things where I felt the experience was never left, uh, you know, never met or never completed or done wrong in some fashion. So that's gonna, that's gonna lead into my next choice if we're, if we're hopping over there. Yeah, let's go ahead. What's your next choice? Cause this one, it will, Probably not shock you because I I started posting an awful lot of screenshots. During the process of compiling this list, one of the choices was uh, top of it. Uh, For the same reason as Oran is for you, it was done. They, uh, I forget how many episodes. It actually had plenty. Uh, I'm going to look and see how many episodes they had. But you know, it only got a third of the way through or half of the way through the series because, of course, the series was still running at the time. It actually had 41 episodes, so it had quite a lot. But the studio, I think, was a bit weak, Ashi Productions. The the uh, thing I'm referring to here is the uh, Mitsuru Adachi series H2. Uh, now, we recently had some return to form, which is surprising because he's had... He's had, in in many ways, uh, much less anime show up than I feel he deserves for how popular he is, how good selling all of his stuff has been. Uh, but H2 uh, was a baseball series of his from, uh, the you know, it ran through most of the 90s. Uh, so in the mid-90s, they did bring it to anime, but then they never went back. So... I didn't actually watch it because I don't think it was ever localized out here. So I probably fan subbed a little bit of it, but it's one of those things that I have read and reread the manga of. And just since we were talking about these things, reread the manga of again (laughs) (laughs) and posted a bunch of screenshots of, and uh, it would be, 
it's the kind of thing it mystifies me that they did mix because the attachment point of touch, which was his first big series and his first big baseball series, it was very prominent, but it was prominent, you know, in, in the early eighties. So uh, mixes his current series, but it feels like way fewer people would feel like, Oh wow. They did the sequel to, to, to touch and I'm bringing it out. It's his modern series, but so much of his stuff hasn't been done or hasn't been completed. I would have much rather H2 came back and just got a whole run as opposed to doing that. It really grinded my gear as well. But but hey, what can you do? We can still dream. It feels unlikely that they're going to do, you know, like a... How many? Like an eight core... Uh, series from the from the nineties at this point, but uh, who knows if if mix sold really well, which it feels like it probably did not. Uh, then uh, then we may get it back. I kind of feel like that the the studio that did it back in the day was just you know kind of doing an okay job with it because I I can't recall anything. I don't know any prominence from Ashi Productions and looking at what they've done. Most of this stuff, like NG, Night Ramane in 40, uh, Blue Seed was prominent for the time, Cyber Team and Akihabara. It's, it's got a weird assortment of stuff, but none of them particularly stand out. So it would be great to, to have a prominent studio and this particular work get uh done because it was also his longest work so it would be lovely to get the full full bore well i mean you know me i am always going to say at least a partial yes to baseball drama i haven't watched (laughs) all of it but i do love a good baseball story so i i need to get around to watching a lot of a lot more of his stuff Reading, you gotta you gotta break that manga barrier because some of it you're not gonna be able to tap into. But uh, if if we're gonna take a quick aside, I, I still think Cross Game is his best work. But H uh, two is my second favorite of his baseball stuff, and the whole H two to to Katsu is is such a great stretch of of manga. I just it's it's probably my favorite stretch from a one particular author for a period of time uh of uninterrupted just uh bliss of in of enjoying the the manga that they're doing dive in i I will do my best (laughs) i got I've actually have been reading more manga lately since I've had some more downtime. It's just the series that I've been reading lately are long, so I haven't. So I'm I'm trying to take them, you know, one or two at a time as opposed to diving into eight series all at once. (laughs) Well, this will just be another long one. There you go. So, alright, so my number three is a series that got a short OVA. We talked about it on the 2010 podcast, so, and I'm going to bring it up again because I still want a full-length series, and that would be Cat Shit 1. <laughs> uh, I am well aware that we talked about this, you know, plenty on the 2010 podcast, but 
it doesn't change the fact that my opinion hasn't changed. I want to see a full-length series of this, and I think that it would do really well, and I think that we need it. I think that now is a great time. So, alright, uh, being that we've talked in depth about this on a previous podcast i'm not going to devote a whole lot of minutes to this like i said just needed to be said needed to be reminded that if anyone out there who's making these decisions is listening i would watch that all right uh number two series what is yours uh this one it feels i'm being um i guess i i'm making a more specific demand for this because it actually did come back in a number of forms after a period of time another one of my foundational uh authorly enjoyments from back in the day uh was masamune shiro so things like uh uh, uh ghost in the shell and apple seed and for a long time apple seed along with alita and sanctuary was one of those God damn it, they just had this one 80s thing, and it was animated okay, but the story was done poorly. It, it comes nowhere near close to capturing what the manga was about or, or anything else. Uh, I really like the worldscape in general, and while uh, Ghost in the Shell has had a lot of stuff going in and out, I feel like every time they've returned to Appleseed, and they have with multiple films and a couple series, but usually films, but it's been like all CGI. And as far as I can tell, not well animated, not well received. So these are even things that I haven't been able to, I own a bunch of them, but I haven't been able to watch them because I just feel my gorge rising visually trying to to take it in so it's the kind of thing where i really want them to have a proper well-done series but just avoid all of this goddamn cgi because i don't think it's doing anything well for it and and all cgi stuff has has just been mutilating the franchise generally i can't even tell you whether or not you know, the story has been okay or the world has been presented okay because uh, I, I I just, I got issues, man. I got issues with old CGI <laughs> generally <laughs> with a few, you know, shining examples of ones that are really taking the medium forward. But uh, in this case, because it, it's such, Shiro, if nothing else, uh, when you go back to his work, you see the mind-numbing amount of uh, detail he puts into backgrounds and mech designs and everything else, and none of that gets captured by, you know, CGI and other stuff where they, where they would basically run into polygon limits trying to uh, <laughs> properly represent a single one of the things that he does. I, I He's one of those that I couldn't imagine anyone being able to draw the way that he did at that time. And, you know, the the original 80s OVA was of its time, and uh, I get, like I said, I guess good enough, but it was not a good story, and it certainly wasn't a memorable thing. And it certainly didn't 
you know, strike it. It didn't have a notable director to do their own thing uh, with it, like uh, the Ghost in the Shell did, which led into other series. So it had no other prominent draws in. And I would just like to see it done in a in a way that I can appreciate. So that's why I want it. That's why I want it back. Even a, a nice compact single core done really well, I think would uh, would be great for it. Appleseed is one of those shows that I will totally agree with you in that I remember watching the old OVAs and or yeah, they were OVAs. Just um, one, uh, it was one film from 88. Okay. Yeah, because they did, yeah, they did the CGI releases later. Yeah, all, all of them came in the 2000s. Yeah, so. okay, so those are the ones that I saw. Right. But yeah, just from those, I can totally agree that there's a whole grand universe there that is just waiting to be properly explored over a full television series. I honestly could not even begin to guess why this has not happened just seemed to be something when i don't know who had the rights or whatever but when they brought it back and brought it back as cg you'd think that they would approach it in different ways i'm not sure if it's been the same studio the whole time uh digital frontier i think it's mainly been digital frontier maybe 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 i'm looking at the studios for a couple of them Oh, okay. But, uh, uh, production IG did uh, 13. The Alpha movie was uh, solo digital arts. I don't know. It, it almost seems like... So it's been going through a number of hands, but it almost feels like they're like, we, we can only do this in all CG. And the, and the question is, why do you think that? <laughs> Stop it. So, all right. Uh, my number two... This is a series that did get a single core anime series, and I found out later that this anime series... Well, I mean, you could tell just by watching it that we were not getting the full story. Uh, So I watched it originally, and I'm going to get to the title here in a minute, Um, but I watched it originally... It wasn't that good. I wasn't that impressed by it. So I basically forgot about it. A few months later, I was working for J Novel Club doing proofreading. And I was sent a later volume of this to proofread. And just reading that one volume, I was floored by how vastly different it was. And so uh, the title in question is Master of Ragnarok and Blessing of Einherjar. Ein- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm terrible with European di- uh, languages. Um, but yeah, this is a series that did not get a fair chance. If it had been given a full allotment of time and the ability to really go into the story that was present in the light novel, this would have done so much better and fans would have flocked to it. But it being that it only got 12 episodes for a series that 
had I read volume nine, which was towards the end of the series. But yeah, just reading that one volume, if I if this series had been given a fair chance, it would have done so well. And that was how recent was that? That was just a couple of years ago. I think like 2018. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, this is a really recent series on my list. It is the most recent series on my list. I I feel adamant that if this series were sometime in the future given a second chance, it could do really well. Well, obviously it will... uh completely managed to uh distinguish itself in in the middle because uh, we have a drought of isekai and isekai harem and isekai harem fantasy series out there so oh yeah but you can't can't find a single one of those these days <laughs> it's it's got a few traits playing against it if someone were to decide whether it came back but yeah i don't i don't remember it being uh well received at the time so and it's one of those that, yeah, as much as I was watching, I, would, I probably watched an episode of it and was like, eh, so. Yeah, you didn't miss much. <laughs> so leading leading into my final choice, I was considering a, f- a few things, which was, uh, uh, can I touch something that feels untouchable. And one of those things, uh, you know, but my thinking about apple seed, uh, really made me go, you know, I think it'd be interesting maybe to redo ghost in the shell in the way that the manga is presented. Cause I feel like the manga is presented a whole lot different, uh, when the anime came out and is, flashy and prominent as it was uh it kind of directed things in down a a fairly different path from what i enjoyed from the manga so i thought it would be interesting to get something that that kind of tonally fit that wasn't worth going down but i started thinking about other things and there are two prominent movies that uh one of which just feels supremely untouchable which is akira but if you know the manga of Akira, you know, it's got a tremendous amount more story going on. However, how do you redo Akira? I don't know, but they did announce new projects, so I did not pick it up because I'm like, I'm willing to wait to see what they do. They're going to remaster the original movie. They're going to probably try to brotherhood it out, uh, which will be great. So I, I left that alone. The other movie may not be as untouchable for certain people, but I think that the manga, you know, went a lot further. It's my favorite of uh, Miyazaki's films uh, in uh, Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind. So, and right. I So I love the movie. The movie's uh, classic. Uh, most Ghibli things are, but particularly early Ghibli stuff is. Technically, that wasn't Ghibli. Uh, that was just prior to the studio founding, but almost no one thinks about it that way. And again, while while it would be nice to get the extended story of that and see what they could uh, do for the presentation, uh, I'm I'm satisfied with it. I'm sad. Most of the time, I'm satisfied with with the manga. Uh, 
alone. So I decided to stop trying to go down that path because one other thing came to mind. I'd just been thinking about, you know, prominent manga uh, authors back in the day. So I would go down, okay, I was trying to think of uh, something for Takahashi. I did get something for Adachi. I got something for Masumune Shiro. Who else? I'm like, well, there are very few who are more formative uh, for me back in the day than Clamp. So I was going through all their stuff. And by and large, they've had good treatments. And it feels like it would be nice to have Ray Earth return, something like that. But it occurred to me that there is an abomination in the middle of their the anime adaptations of their work, which I find unacceptable because uh, Yuko Ichihara is one of my favorite uh, characters out there and is tremendous. Uh, the manga obviously goes more, but it, it's simply the fact that I do not know what they were smoking when they decided to design the characters and animate them the way they did. I'm referring, of course, to Holic. Or mm, I had a feeling that's where Holic. you were going. They, I mean, we, we, Welcome to the Ballroom ha- got that reputation for, you know, giraffeness, a per- peculiarity of design, but the every character in this anime is like on antelope legs. They look super deformed in a way that you never, ever, ever want anyone to be super deformed in. They, they look like weirdly animated paper dolls. Just pull any YouTube video of part of an episode and be like, ah, what are they doing? And this is like their prettiest manga. <laughs> the, the design work that they have uh, in Holic is exquisite a lot of the time. And uh, I think it's a, a very compelling work overall. It's very interesting. It hits some interesting things. And the anime tries to go there, but it is so utterly ridiculous that I'm just like, th- throw it all out, start again. And there's Production IG doing it as well. It's not like they do bad things. Obviously, they do a lot of stuff. I, I don't get it. I don't get how it happened. <laughs> I, it is unexplainable to me. It's so bad. My brain rebels. So uh, because I like the manga so much and because the uh, anime itself, I just feel from a design standpoint, was uh, horrible, uh, I want it to have a proper, you know, full adaptation. I think the manga was expanded on. It was brought back after a period of time and then put on hiatus, but... You know they could, they could cover as much ground as is worthwhile for it, and and bring it to a a meaningful uh, end. Just do it without everyone looking perverse, and that would. Hollick is a show that I remember watching the first season of it way back when, probably about a decade ago. Uh, I liked it enough, well enough, but I never picked up anything else from it. The designs. I do remember very distinctly, though. I remember them very clearly uh, because they are just so unique. Even by clamp standards, they are so unique in the anime. Uh, So I thought that that was really interesting. Uh, 
I'm not sure that I would want to see it ever come back. I, think. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, I think, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, eh, we tried. Let's move on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if they redid the designs and they redid the animation, I remember showing this to my wife once. She was looking, she was fiddling around on her tablet. I turned it on just because I was curious to see how she would react. She looked up once and was like, nope, and went <laughs> right back to what she was doing. Ah, uh, yes, there we go. Uh, I would have also put uh, Rig Veda in an honorable mention, but I didn't want to uh, set a, any clamp expectation. But that was that was an early series of theirs that uh, went on for 10 volumes, and it just got a couple OVAs. And uh, obviously didn't complete. It would be neat to re revisit, but it's very minor work from their tally of many 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 more prominent ones so all right my number one is another series that had a nice complete run way back in the day there's nothing actually totally wrong with the original incarnation i just again would love to see it brought back for maybe no other reason than nostalgia and that'd be battle athletes victory <laughs> I really enjoyed the series when I first watched it. I own it, and I'm still very grateful that I own it. I spent food money to buy this series from a half price books in Seattle. I went hungry for a couple of days after that, but you know what? Worth it. Uh, but overall, like I said... I don't want to see the uh, the OVA series Battle Athletes brought back. That can stay in the past. But Battle Athletes Victory is just one of those really good sports shows, particularly because it has such a memorable, quirky ending that nobody will see coming. And I would love to see that ending brought back and a whole new generation of anime fans getting swept up in it interesting certainly not a uh not a not a choice i would have guessed i know that i have it lying around in dvd form somewhere but probably probably the ova i'm not sure about the uh thing but it, it, it's one of those things that's like eh, maybe i'll watch it and that i always just get distracted by something higher up on on the list because it it feels like you know just doing the judging a book by its cover i i feel like i know what it'll be and then i just don't feel like finding out if it's gonna be only what i think it's gonna be <laughs> and so with the uh, with your suggestions i'm i'm certainly more likely to uh to take a look at it and uh yeah and i mean the the three-episode OVA series, Battle Athletes, is not that good. Uh, it's okay, but they do a couple of things with the characters that 
don't really sit well in, in they haven't aged well in the last you know 30 years so you know that's a problem but battle athletes victory they do a great job fleshing out the characters over eight volumes like i said i spent food money to hmm. because i saw this the complete collection of both battle athletes and battle athletes victory at a half price books in seattle uh it cost me 80 dollars but I bought all 11 volumes right there. 30 years. What year do you think it came out, man? It came out in late 90s. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, 20 so, and change. Come on. Yeah, I'm bad not with bad, math. I'm not that old. <laughs> yeah. That, that's really weird because they're crossing over. The OVAs ran from May 97 to June 98, and the series ran from October 97 to March 98. So but they weren't connected to each other. They were telling two versions of the, uh, of the same story. Yeah. The battle athletes OVA is a very condensed version of the full series of battle athletes victory. So yeah, it is basically the same story just told in some quirkily different ways. It's a weird presentation. I'd usually expect the OVAs to lead by a few years and be like, oh, it did well enough. Let's, you know, do a proper full series for it. But both they ran over each other. It's weird. Yeah. So, yeah, so Battle Athletes Victory, definitely a series that I would love to see brought back. So, all right, that about wraps things up for this countdown. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, CT, for joining me again. Thanks for being joined upon by me. (laughs) I don't know. That didn't come out right. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Thank you, and if you enjoyed the podcast, please remember to like, share, and subscribe, and we will talk to you all again very soon. Have a good night. That.